Welcome to Spoilers Please, where we have discussions involving any form of media that tells stories, mostly movies and TV shows, and we will do so with spoilers. You've been warned. Hey, my name is Albert. This is Johnny. For this episode, we are going to be talking about the 2017 adaptation of Ghost in the Shell. Uh, we are not going to really talk about it too much, except for a couple of subjects. Because mm-hmm. Jamming didn't watch it. No. You I'll, were originally going to watch it, and I said, don't bother. Yeah, then I realized I have a life. and stuff. Like that. I, you I, have a life? I have a life. I have things going on. <laughs> That's not the definition of why you didn't watch I it. Have, I got things going on. Yeah, we were, we were literally going to go like watch it as a group mm-hmm. or whatever, and then I watched it first, and then I'm like, yeah, it's not that good. You don't have to watch yeah, it. Yeah, and I realized life's too short. Literally, World War Three is about to start. So World War Three. So I was like, you know what? I like you short. Let's not let's not watch. Yeah, ori- originally we were supposed to do this last week, but then I'm like, oh, Walking Dead's more much more important to talk about. Yeah, how Ghost that works. But the thing is though is that there's there's an aspect of a Ghost in the Shell that I don't see anybody really talking about. Mm-hmm. So I figured, okay, I gotta step in and go ahead and mm-hmm. uh, talk about this movie. Then my share my opinion about it. Blah blah blah. Um, but just just on a broad sense, uh, mm-hmm. what have you heard about the movie in terms of like? Comparisons between the movie. I heard. Just, and I heard. Just, the I heard original. I heard just kind of mediocre and stuff like that. I mean, that's basically what I heard. The stories, nah. The special, the special effects and graphics and stuff, they're okay. But the, no, no, the, the special effects is great. That's yeah. what, that's probably the best thing about the movie. Yeah, but the overall, the story and the and you're just not invested, not very engaged into in the whole story. So it's all kind of surface level stuff. You're never really kind of drawn into the world and into the characters and the motivations and all that stuff. Would you say that this is a shell of the original? Honestly, I <laughs> I would like to make that pun. Ugh, well, maybe I not. made it before you. Uh, so there. I want to be proud of that. <laughs> but uh, don't I actually? The only thing is, I actually I I remember seeing Ghost in the Shell back in the day. But to be honest, I don't have a very like. It's it's not on the top of my brain. Like I couldn't tell you exactly what happened in Ghost in the Shell back in the day. Okay, I mean, fair right enough. now, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, the '95 original anime movie was actually my first experience with Ghost in the Shell. No, I take it back. I actually did read the comic book before the movie. Oh yeah. Right. The comic book. The, the main difference that I had with the movie and the comic book, the manga, was that uh, Major Motoko Kakaturagi actually <laughs> is it Motoko or is it? it is I always Motoko, say right? Major because I can't say Japanese. It is Motoko. Mm-hmm. Uh, Motoko. Oh wait, would you put a pin in the fact that oh, it's a Japanese name? Oh, oh yeah, it, it, it is a Kasuragi. Kasuragi. Oh really? Is, so That's important, huh? It's from Evangelion. Interesting. Oh okay. <laughs> so Motoko. it's not just major, like like the white people. Well, I'm sorry, the studio, like you think. It, it the name just doesn't stop at major. This is Japanese to it. Oh, interesting. It's an interesting point. All right. Okay, and also it, it, it's not Katsuragi because Katsuragi is from Evangelion. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Major Motoko Kusanagi. Mm-hmm. Uh, the comic book was just that. It was Major Motoko Kusanagi. Interesting. And and the, the thing about the comic book that I like. More than the than the movie was that uh, Major actually had a lot of a character. Mm-hmm. She was very lively and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the the movie that 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 was adapted, the original anime one, mm-hmm. they made her more robotic. Right, right. And then now this one, the twenty seventeen version, Scarlett Johansson even made her even more robotic. Really. Okay. So my angle there is that that actually kind of makes sense because mm-hmm. if you think about it, if all you have that's human is a brain and the mm-hmm. rest of your body is machines. Mm-hmm. Um, your emotions actually come from not your brain, mm-hmm. but from your, the chemicals in your body. Right. That, that transmit all mm-hmm. this whatever to your brain to tell you how to feel. But the thing is, the impression that I got, again, I didn't watch it and stuff. The, 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 the impression that I got from the trailers, though, you can have that one character have kind of, kind of basic, kind of flat line, robotic, black and white sort of thing. But are there other characters in the movie that are kind of a little more lively, a little bit more human? Yes. That have a little bit of spark and stuff like that? Yes. Who's the comedy relief and stuff? Uh, Bato. Okay. Yeah, he is the comedy relief. Nice. Um, Major is the only character. Was he that, played by Bradley Cooper? No. Ma- Major is the only character. <laughs> What's a Japanese name? I would assume it'd be played by a white guy. Anyway, I don't know. Right, Bato could mean like 
you know, I don't know. Yeah, I guess in, <laughs> yeah, in, right. in, in Japanese it's spelled B A T O U. No, who, who actually plays Bato? Is it a white guy or a Japanese guy? I'm not. Sure. I don't think he was. I don't think it's neither a white guy or a Japanese guy. Oh, yeah, I think I mean, it might, he might actually even be Russian for all oh, I know. Oh, really? But, but anyways, okay. sorry. But but he is uh, major is the only one that's full robotic. Oh, okay. Except for the except for the brain. Right. Right. And uh, there is one that's all human, kind of mm-hmm. thing. But the whole idea that, that she plays it like a robot, mm-hmm. to me, it actually makes the most sense, scientifically speaking. Because mm-hmm. once again, chemicals actually determines your emotions, yeah. your reactions and whatnot. Uh, your brain just tells you what to do. Uh, in any way, if anything else, she is more comparable with Data from Star Trek The Next Generation, mm-hmm. who's an android, mm-hmm. who basically, he, he acts based on his programming as opposed to, sure. to actual like quick reactions or whatever. Yeah, but the trick with Data is, again, I haven't seen the movie, but the trick with Data is the way that Brett Spiner plays and stuff, even though he's it's kind of robot, he's supposed to be emotionless, he actually has the most emotion of all the uh, Star Trek characters and stuff like that. Because, you know, well, he's a really like, good actor. It's like a childlike emotion. It's 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 wonderful. Ah, Brett Spiner, Data, ah, I love you so. Yes. yes, yeah. yes. So anyway, I'm sure Sergeant Hazen has the same kind of charm and and, uh, and warmth that the Data has, right? Am no, I right? No, oh, no. boo. Uh, which is the reason why, like I said, the original I like better. And also the TV series. The TV series actually mm-hmm. gave her back her personality sure. a little bit more. Uh, however, the problem with, with the 2017 adaptation is that if that is the fact, like, okay, she's supposed to be emotionless because she's mostly a robot, even the way she walks is like a robot, right? Which is very obvious when you see her walk in the movie. Like, mm-hmm. like they made it a point, like, like oh, look at her. She's walking because she's, like, yeah. really heavy because of her mechanics and whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, which makes sense, technically. However, once it breaks its own rules, mm-hmm. <laughs> like her giving the finger to somebody, mm-hmm. then it's like, well, then you kind of just broke your own rules. So is that kind of an inconsistency in the movie that I did not appreciate? Wait, wait, wait. So her giving the finger shows she has emotions and stuff? Giving a person a finger is an emotional reaction. Yeah, but when does it take place in the movie? So is it uh, but, Bato makes a joke about her, mm-hmm. gives him the finger. No, I'm saying is it, it's part of a progression. Does she start sort of like a at a certain low baseline of emotionless and then sort of in the middle as she gradually experiences things, she gets more emotional and then she gives the finger? No, you know, I, 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 I would say the majority of the movie is her being mostly emotionless. No, I'm just saying, I'm just saying if there's a logic or story uh, reason to, to for her to have emotions as the movie uh, went along. You know what I mean? No. Oh, I, I, sure. I thought it was relatively consistent that, that she was mostly robotic from beginning to end yeah. except for the spurts of moments where, oh, let's give her an emotional reaction. Yeah. Okay. Which kind of like, once again, defeats the whole purpose of that I'd whole sure. idea that, oh, yeah, but by the way, she's a robot mm-hmm. and all she has in her brain is data, sure. so to speak. And what else happened in the movie? Okay. So going back to the whole, like, this is just a shell of the original, mm-hmm. I think part of the problem too is also Rupert Sanders um, he, uh, clearly, he they had they were, they were fans of the original. Fans, I mm-hmm. say in quotes. Mm-hmm. But to quote the things that he liked about the original, mm-hmm. to quote him, okay, um, the water fight, exploding geisha heads, major on the tank, major running off the roof. Mm-hmm. Those things are iconic, and if they weren't in there, people would be upset, myself included. The one, the, 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 the parts that he's he's missing there is the philosophical discussions. Yeah. The uh the the, the about like who they are. The yeah. philosophical discussions about like. What happens if you have nothing but artificial intelligence? Right. He's only looked at the visual aspect of the original, and he wanted to recreate that, which he did. Right. I'll give him credit. He was able to recreate the visual, the visual representation of the anime and the manga into live action format, but it's very hollow because there's no real like substance to it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's kind of weird how they uh, hired an uh, American uh, or British I'll director, be, yeah, British director, yeah. instead of a, a Japanese director who may have had. Maybe have a familiarity with the subject matter of robotics and yeah. what it means to be AI and, and all that stuff. So once they once they actually introduced some of the philosophical, it sounded it sounded so stilted. 
It's, so, it's like, it's service? Felt, it felt like so out of place, mm-hmm. so out of the tone of the rest of the movie, right. which is your stereotypical Western Hollywood where bang, bang, shoot, shoot, yeah. beat, you know, beat up people. So it's just a typical kind of uh, Michael Bay kind of a thing. It's all visual or Zack Snyder type of thing. It's all kind of visual, no plot, no story and stuff like that. Again, this is something we always talk about. Again, I haven't seen the movie, but this goes back to that argument we all... I, that, that thing I always mention of, 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 Al, of Alan Moore, the great comic book writer and stuff like that, this, you judge a, a movie or any kind of work of art by, is it driven by plot or is it driven by story and character and stuff like that? If, every, if you're watching a movie uh, and every scene is driven by plot points, it, it, you know what I mean? And the story doesn't make any sense as far as character and motivation and drama, you're watching a bad movie. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but this movie is actually probably more comparable to the storytelling of Robocop and of How Jason dare you make fun of Robocop? And How dare of you? Jason Bourne. How okay. dare you make fun of Jason Bourne? At least the good Jason Bourne movies. And the reason why I say that is because the original anime and the, the manga, it was, it was more or less kind of subtle about like who Major is, like who she sees herself as. Right. Right. She understands that she's mostly robotics and she, all she has is the human brain left. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one... It was more. Uh, Carter Johansson was mostly like, like, who am I really? Mm-hmm. Why am I here? Mm-hmm. You know, it was. It's pretty much like what is basically. She more or less kind of has amnesia, mm-hmm. like Jason Bourne, like Robocop. Okay, so Robocop and Jason Bourne, they get they get bits of flashes of their real memory, the right. real past. Well, that's a that's a major difference between. I think that's a big, very big cultural difference. You know what I mean? Again, I haven't seen this movie, but that's a big cultural difference. In a in an Eastern or a white American kind of thing, it always goes like, "Oh, who am I?" Uh, as far as human versus robots, I mean, in, in Japanese stuff, it's mostly like, "What is the nature of AI? What does it mean to be alive?" Period. You know what I mean? Right. They're it, not they're not interested in that. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, you a, it's a stereotypical like, "Who am I? Why am I here?" You know. There's a, there's what a, is my past? Yeah. There's also a Japanese movie called Metropolis, I think, back in the day too, that also kind of deals with this stuff. Like, you know, it's not so much. A man versus machine. It's mostly like what it means to be. What's the nature of humanity? What's the nature of being alive? What is considered alive? You know what I mean? If X machine has X amount of feelings, does that make that person? Does that make that thing a living sentient being? What rights? To, and if it if it if the, if it is sentient, does it have rights? You know what I mean? These are the these are the philosophical ideas that uh, Japanese or uh, Eastern things really focus on. So yes. that's not so much for Ghost in the Shell. And so did the original Ghost in the Shell yeah. anime and the uh, the comic books. Mm-hmm. They ask those kind of questions. This one, not so much. Hey, hey, hey. sometimes you don't. Sometimes you don't want questions in a movie. Sometimes you don't want to be challenged. Sometimes you just want bang, 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 bang. Psh, psh, psh. Uh, the other thing I want, I saw from the, tra- the the thing I wanted from just watching the trailer for Ghost in the Shell is that. Well, is it is it at least freakishly looking? You know what I mean? Is there a lot of crazy stuff, weird looking stuff? You know what I mean? Sure. If, if visually, yeah. I mean, there's there's one where the doctor or the scientist or whatever, mm-hmm. like like she rem- like her eyes like pop up and then it's like goggles right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, those are, those are all cool yeah. stuff. Sometimes all you, that's all you need, man. Sometimes sometimes yeah. it's all you need. Sometimes. And then in the, in the original, there's also a taste of of a procedural where they're investigating the puppet master yes, in the yes. previous. Mm-hmm. This one doesn't really have that. Really? It's more of like they're giving like okay, these where they are, go, you know, I, fight. I, Bang bang! <laughs> I don't remember that much of Ghost in the Shell, but one of the things I did like, I do kind of remember is, it, it, what do you call it? The philosophy of the movie is kind of revealed over the course of her investigation. Correct. That's what that's what I remember. I was really kind of cool about it. It's a procedural investigative kind of a thing, but then that's the surface. But as the movie, that plot progresses, 
the mystery of what it means to be alive or sentient. It gets revealed in that uh, in that mystery. You know what I mean? Correct. So, yeah. so this one, they removed- and they did the same thing in this movie. I assume. No. Uh, so this one, they removed the procedural aspect. The procedural aspect is her trying to figure out her past. Uh-huh. That's oh. pretty much it. Yeah. Like I said, Jason Bourne, oh. Robocop. Oh. <laughs> you know, so which leads me to so thumbs up from you is what you say. Uh, it, right, it was a big giant meh. Yeah. The only like the thing, the only redeeming quality is that I'm familiar with the characters based on what the past properties were Hi. about them, mm-hmm. and the visuals are great. Yeah. The visuals were great. I won't deny that. Uh, but this is where it leads to the the plot twist. Mm-hmm. Which I, which I have to guess might have been a last-minute ditch of a plot twist that they may not have intended until they figure out, oh, we're getting out of backlash. So maybe yeah. we should include this plot twist. Yeah, and I heard, uh, what you remember, also remember with the initial backlash, they also had to hire a lot of uh, Asian actors uh, to fill out some of the roles too, if I remember correctly. They announced Scar Johansson, they got the, the backlash, and then they hired a bunch of Asian actors uh, as a result too, if I remember correctly. The guy from Old Boys in, in it, for example, right? The guy who played, uh, who was it, Old Boy? The old Japanese guy? Okay. No, it wasn't Old Boy. Oh, something else? I don't think it was Old Boy. It was, um, he, he was the guy from uh, Ichi the Killer. Mm, all right. I think he was in Ichi the Killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bit Takashi. Yeah. Also from Battle Royale. Right, that's, that's what I was thinking. Sorry, Battle Royale. That's so, I I, okay, I, before I go to my other point, uh, Bit Takashi, really good. I like him mm-hmm. in this movie. I kind of like the fact that he talks in, he only talks in Japanese, mm-hmm. subtitled. And everybody else, they just understand what he's saying. Sure. Okay. There's that. There's there's also the the human character is also played by an Asian guy. Mm-hmm. I forget his name. Sorry, but uh, racist. But besides that, okay. So now here comes the plot twist of the movie, which uh, I will argue that was added in the last minute. Sure. Um, it turns out that her origin, because by the way, her character in the movie is actually not Major Matoko Kusanagi. Mm-hmm. Her character in the movie is Major Mira Killam, mm-hmm. which is a more or less a kind of like a white name. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the backstory that was given to her was that. That her par- her and her parents were in a boating accident mm-hmm. or a shipping accident or whatever, and she was the only one that survived. Mm-hmm. And in order to save her body, they put her brain into this Scarlett Johansson body. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the plot twist in the movie is it turns out that that was a lie. <gasps> she was taken from a Japanese girl named <gasps> Motoko Kusanagi. <laughs> right? So so there's that. Oh. So yeah, so technically she is a Japanese brain in a <gasps> white body. <gasps> Okay, not only that, but they also ruined the puppet master because the puppet master here isn't really the puppet master. <gasps> he was uh, Motoko's boyfriend <gasps> when they were human. <gasps> and he also trying to figure out his, uh, his backstory. <gasps> okay, enough with that. <laughs> Gasp! I don't know. Actually, I, I, I actually, I was watching, I was listening to some uh, podcast. They, they already told me the plot twist. It's fine. It's- well, the, the director had to say the plot twist. Yeah. He was, getting, he was getting so much crap, he had to kind of reveal the plot twist yeah. already. So it, is, it isn't really much of a spoiler if you read the articles about yeah. it, but, but there we go. Right? So, the so first they, off, literally, they literally visualize appropriation, like taking the, taking the Japanese person and just taking, just taking it for what they want. Okay, be, 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 before we go there. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, what did she I'll, die of, by the way? How did, she, how did the Japanese girl die? The well, they they kind of killed her. Really? I believe they, did, they didn't show it. Hmm? But, but, well, but what was the reason? I mean, is it one of the things where they just found a girl that... That kind of uh, that was kind of like a they, they were they were supposed to be like runaways who were like against the government or whatever. Oh, okay, yeah, I gotcha. something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they 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 burned down the the place that they were staying at, mm-hmm. and then they they kidnapped them. And is there any, did they give a reason why that they the the body was like Americanized? Because I think in the anime there was a, a reason for the way that the way she looked, right? No, like, there was no given no reason. It just she just looked white. No, I, I'm, okay, I'll, I'll admit this. The anime, even the comic book, she looks white. 
Okay, yeah. you, you can always you can easily argue that anime characters they look the way you think they look. Mm-hmm. If you ask a Japanese person what they look, they probably go, "Oh, it looks Japanese." If you ask a white person what they look, yeah, it looks white. Yeah, but you know, know the big eyes in anime kind of yeah, goes both ways. Also, do, but do you know what gives away as far as what race it, what, what race it is? The, You're gonna say boobies, aren't you? No, the, the name, the name. What's Major's full name? You mean the movie or in the, the in, in the, the original in the anime? Uh, Motoko Kusanagi. Yeah, exactly. So it's Japanese. All, All right, right, go ahead. So Japanese, mm-hmm. right? So before before we go that way, I, I do want to address the puppet master. So in this one, his name is like Kuzo, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, they gave him a name. Uh, secondly, apparently, he also had amnesia on like who he was before he was a robot or mostly an android, whatever. It's like a soap opera. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's, that's very westernized, uh, typical yeah. you know, storytelling. Okay, path. so basically what you're saying is there's a, there's, a, it, there's a government agency that's making all these android robots and the, the way they harvested brains from runaways, right? Yeah. So one of them was Major, the other one was the Puppet Master. The puppet well, master's, he's not the Puppet Master here, he's well, like, Kuzo quote, or whatever. Quote-unquote, Puppet Master, master Guru, like he, but he kind of went rogue. So he's doing some weird, funky stuff, trying to kill people and all, trying to figure out who he's he is. He's trying to find out who he is. Yeah, and as a parallel story, Major is assigned to go out after him, and then they both kind of both come to the realization that they have past lives together. So right. Like so Kuzo is attacking the the company that created them, because he wants to know what what are you hiding from me? Who am I? Right. That kind of thing. Sure. And then uh, and then Major finds out who they are, and and then miraculously Kuzo remembers who he was. Yeah. Like all Major did was tell him. By the way, you're Kuzo. Mm-hmm. We are, we know each other. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, we know each other. No. Like, where did he get his memories? I'm sorry. There was no scene where he, where she jacked like a, like a USB cord into him or whatever. Here is your memories. No scene like that whatsoever. He just happened to magically go, oh, okay, that's, yeah. that's who I am. Right? So which completely ruins his character from the, from the anime, mm-hmm. which is an actual AI construct that's, that, that's becoming alive. Right. You know, so there, there goes that philosophical argument. Mm-hmm. So what, what you end up now is like you get, you get a Japanese girl in a white body and and that's that's it. Yeah. That's as far as like like depth that, yeah. that, that, that that this movie has to offer. What was really? the point of all this? Oh, by the way, this does this still take take place in the future uh, uh, futuristic Japan, right? No, it's it's really, it's actually it's a Newport City. Newport City. It's like it basically it's like an amalgam of New York and Japan or whatever. Cow, well, the the anime is same thing too. It wasn't Neo Tokyo. It was like Newport City or whatever. What was it Neo Tokyo? Neo Tokyo is from Akira. I, yeah, I know that, but I thought, oh, there's other f- things that take place in future, future. Right. Japan. I mean, I mean, when you watch the anime, read the book, you think you think of Japan. Yeah. Right. But it, at the, it's Newport City. It's mm-hmm. not really like it's like a fictional character. Basically, it's like a melting pot city that has mm-hmm. Japanese, Chinese stuff, American yeah. stuff. Right. I mean, the advertisements are in like different languages. Mm-hmm. Although, it's people have said that the if you try to read the the, the Asian characters, they don't make sense. They're just there for show. Sure. <laughs> Oh, that's good times. So, so thumbs up is what you're saying. So, so my, my, my whole thing about the whole Japanese, okay, which comes down to the whole casting thing, mm-hmm. all right? Yes, they should have casted uh, an Asian girl, Japanese girl, mm-hmm. to play the role. And I think it would have been a lot easier. It's also kind of curious that, that you never see the face of Motoko Kusanagi, the original girl that they, kid- that, that they kidnapped and took the brain off. You mm-hmm. never see the face. There was a rumor that was saying that they were going to try and CGI Scarlett Johansson to look more Japanese. <laughs> and the, the conspiracy theory is that that's the reason why you don't see Motoko's face because it should have been Carter Johansson Japanese kind of thing. Right. So shame on you if that's what you were trying to do. Yeah. But at least you didn't show it on the on the actual final product. So mm-hmm. there's that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the but the, here's an angle that a lot of people aren't really talking about. Putting a Japanese brain into a white body 
it's actually technically interesting. Yep. Right? Especially as an Asian American. Mm-hmm. As an Asian American, like you and me, who are here in America practically all our lives, mm-hmm. um, do you really consider yourself, how much of an Asian do you really consider yourself in terms of like cultural background? Not a lot, actually. Exactly. Uh, I speak English at home. Yeah. Okay. I'm more Americanized than mm-hmm. I am Asian. I would, say, I would say 80, 20. American. There's this, there's this phrase description that we usually use called a Twinkie. Mm-hmm. White on the outside. Thank you. Yellow on the inside, yeah. right? So, so that's kind of what uh, Major is. Mm-hmm. She's a Twinkie. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, the thing is always that that's actually an interesting topic that the movie doesn't really talk right. about. Sure. They could have like revolved the whole movie around that subject matter. It's like, mm-hmm. what is my cultural background? Like, here I am doing all this white stuff, yeah. quote unquote white stuff. Mm-hmm. But in at heart, I have the past of an Asian guy, right. of an Asian person. You know, that's an actual interesting subject they could have talked about, mm-hmm. but they completely glossed over it, mm-hmm. which is a missed opportunity. And I, I know I, I'm not one to really blame a movie for missed opportunities, but this is a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm blaming this movie for poor writing. But, um, but if they really wanted to, like, try and appease the Asians about their casting choices and whatnot, um, they could have focused on that more mm-hmm. than just make it another Robocop or another Jason Bourne, where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, what's my past? I don't care about your past. I, I care more about, like, why are you an Asian person in a white body? Mm-hmm. Okay. Even at the end of the movie where, where they show her, a major, in front of the, the fake burial site of Motoko Kusanagi, and, the, and Motoko's mom is there, major goes over to, to her mom and goes, you never have to visit this place again. Because technically, Motoko's still there. Yeah. It's, it's me, Mom. Hey, look, it's me. It's me. It's I look, me. I look white and all, but it's me, Seriously. right? So, and oh, then, I just had a uh, what's called a semester abroad. Uh, boy, I've really changed, man. I've really, really whitewashed now. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, it's like it is. It is literally whitewashing. Mm-hmm. There's, there's also a, a thing about how. Oh, before I move there, um, not only that, but the the movie ends with like like a superhero ending mm-hmm. where she's on top of a building. Mm-hmm. And she has a monologue about like this is who we are, this right. is the team we have, and we're gonna save the day. It was kind of like that. Oh, is it that? Is it the shot from uh, what do you call it? James Bond? I think Sherlock. No, it's probably it. Batman, really. The Batman? You going all the way Batman? It's the right. Batman Spider-Man shot where he's mm-hmm. on top of a building, mm-hmm. looking down on the city, kind of thing. Does he swing at you into the fr- into? The, in, well, no, <laughs> it, it, the, the frame cuts before that happens. Oh, okay. She jumps off the building. Oh, she's the super, <laughs> superhero landing. <laughs> Right not? <laughs> right. But here's the thing, though. Don't worry, Tokyo. Don't worry, Tokyo. <laughs> I am to protect you. If, I am major. If they have the technology to make, to make uh, Motoko look like Scarlett Johansson, don't they have the technology to make Motoko look like Motoko? Yeah. I mean, come on. Right? After she realized that she's actually Motoko Sanagi, she should go back to the doctor. Hey, uh, make me look like I originally look like. Because yeah. I, I just found out I'm actually Asian. So let me make me look Asian. <laughs> Say it loud. Say it proud. <laughs> I'm Asian woman. God yeah. damn it. And, it, and then she speaks English the whole time. Yeah. You know, even as soon as she knows it's Japanese, like, like, well, maybe you should start speaking Japanese. It's like, come on, man. You see that movie, uh, what called, I, uh, We Bought a Zoo? Oh, that's a terrible movie. I don't want to be reminded of that. <laughs> come on. Change my <laughs> face. <laughs> Please, change my face. I, I'm tired of the Scarlett Johansson, man. Come on, man. I look like a fucking Black Widow, man. Seriously, stop it. Stop there, it. There's also the whole parallel about, like, like uh, uh, Motoko Kusanagi, the brain, mm-hmm. is the original property of Ghost in the Shell, the anime and the comic book. Okay. Scarlett Johansson is the American remake of Ghost in the Shell. Right. So here, so Scarlett Johansson represents the the uh, the very uh, the only the, the shell, mm-hmm. the the superficial level of Ghost in the Shell. Sure. And the or, the origins is trapped inside the Japanese brain, mm-hmm. but you don't see that the the origins right. because the movie only cares about showing you Scarlett Johansson, the right. shell. I mean, 
also a very interesting topic thematically to the movie, which they don't take advantage of. So my whole impression from this conversation and stuff like that, my whole thing is like, even if you casted a Japanese girl, Asian girl, I think the story movie would have still had some same problems. You know yes. what I mean? It still would have been like uh, 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 what do you call it? a typical action kind of a movie. Yes. I think it started with the whole idea. I, I'm, sure, I'm, I'm just assuming the writers are also white as well. I'm just saying maybe they should have maybe hire an Asian director or uh, at least uh, or Asian writer and stuff like that. So at least you would have some some of the story elements from Ghost and Shell. You know what I mean? As far as like philosophy themes, that sort of thing. There's that. So I just I just don't want lay the blame of why this movie worked or didn't work on Scarlett Johansson and the casting of it. Just the whole conception and execution of it had problems too. Right. That's if, what it sounds like to me. Like I said, if they wanted Scarlett Johansson in the role, fine. But and if they want to do this plot twist. Fine, but make that the focus of the movie. Make mm-hmm. make that the thematic structure of the movie, mm-hmm. so it will actually kind of relate to Asians because Asians understand the whole Twinkie uh, aspect, the whole whitewashing aspect. You, you could actually make a commentary about that, or maybe just don't recycle what you what you'd call this. It's the it's the Robocop plot. It's basically you right. know what I mean. It's just basically it's a, it's something that's been kind of redone. It's a trope at this point, right? Where you it is. Where, you know we meet the character at at such a point, and then he you have revelations that. He he was he's a he's a different person from a different life and stuff like that. We've seen yeah. this many many times. Before. Well, they went for the lowest common denominator. Mm-hmm. They, they, it's like a what a hundred and ten dollar, a uh, hundred and ten million dollar movie. Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, we can't do give a philosophical movie to yeah. a hundred ten million dollar movie. Yeah. So let's make it like your typical Hollywood action film. Yeah, if I remember correctly, if I remember Ghost in Shell correctly, it, it's very philosophical. Actually, the kind of tone that they kind of went for is you know that that one guy, the guy who does Tree of Life. What's that guy's name? Uh, Terrence Malick, kind of a vibe, you know what I mean? Has sure, a, sure. He has sure. a very kind of a visual. Not very mainstream. Yeah, not very mainstream. But you, in a movie like that, you have to have a lot of silence. Silence. You have a lot of mo- mo- moments where it's got a lot of comp- contemplation. Contemplation. Oh, contemplation. You know what I mean? It, it has to have a certain uh, a good degree of uh, of, uh, of philosophy and, and introspection and stuff like that. It can't just be whiz bang bang stuff stuff. You know what I mean? That that was right. the magic of Ghost in the Shell, if I remember correctly. You know what I mean? No, yeah, you 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 remembered correctly. Yes, it's a hybrid of a very te- it's 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 a hybrid of new and old. New as far as the technology and the science of it, but old as far as like the philosophy and the wisdom behind it and stuff like that. You know? Yeah, it it really caters itself more to like an indie drama. Or yeah. indie procedural drama yeah. that it is an action film, yeah. which is what this movie tried to be. And based on what I, what what I just said, based on what you just said, it really didn't matter who you kind of plugged in, uh, as far as the actress and stuff like that. You know right. I mean? So yeah, they could have worked with it. I mean, they had they had the plot ideas to make it work, and appease both fans, you know, the anime fans and new audiences. Yeah. If they took advantage of it, but they did not, which is yeah. uh, which is disappointing, yeah. very disappointing. So and, and and that's the problem with this movie. It's just like it's poorly written. It doesn't know what it wants to be. And when it doesn't know what it wants to be, it's the wrong choice. Oh, <laughs> poor Ghost in the Shell. You know, I mean, immediately like there's there's a popular YouTube video where they showed the Japanese people mm-hmm. who don't who aren't even familiar with the phrase whitewashing mm-hmm. because they live in Japan. Yeah. Well, what is this whitewashing thing? Yeah. And they look at Scarlett Johansson. And go, oh, she looks like Motoko. Yeah. You know, oh, she looks she she probably looks better in in the role than a Japanese person would be. Yeah. There is a there is a video on YouTube that you can watch right now. Yeah. But that's that's besides the point. Yeah, we've mentioned this before. A whitewashing and what do you call it, Hollywood appropriating uh, different uh, cultures, not just uh, Asian, but also you know uh, Native American and all that stuff. Yeah. It's a completely American issue and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, in our particular case, uh, whitewashing of Asian culture is just particularly Asian American. 
uh, issue. People in Japan, people in China, they don't, they really don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? I mean, they fetishize and they kind of have their own thing with uh, white culture, European cultures as well. I've mentioned when I go traveling and stuff like that, they, you know, I go to conventions and they have like white models there, like like you would have like Asian car models here in America and stuff like that. You know what I mean? There, there are schools in China where they only hire white teachers just so they can stand them outside and get business, use them as a way of getting business and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because they say, oh, the school has a white person. It must have X and X and It must have some sort of a cachet to it and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, it, it, what we're talking about as far as appropriation and whitewashing, it's a strictly Asian American uh, issue and stuff like that. You know, Chinese people, uh, what do you call it? Japanese people, they, they really don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, they like the whiteness. Yeah, and also just using the whole, it, it's like, I'll, I'll give you another example. Like in China, uh, Star Wars is not a thing. You know what I mean? It's just not that big of a thing. They put two Asians in the last Star Wars movie. It still didn't do that great. You know what I mean? They don't really don't. They really don't. Asian uh, uh, representation in movies. It's not that big a deal to them. You know what I mean? Yes, mm-hmm. that is true. Mm-hmm. But then that's the, that's the problem. It goes to the shelf. It, so, it, it, so thumbs it is, up is what you're saying. <laughs> well, you know, in in a way, it's kind of like our conversation with Arifis. If they did put an Asian person in the role, and the writing is still this bad. Then you go, well, I guess we can't give Asians movies. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, I, I forgot to mention this during the uh, Iron Fist uh, podcast. It does, never works the other way. You know what I mean? When, white, uh, when movies starring white people fail, it, it, they don't go, oh, you know what? We got to stop casting white people and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I can't, I, I can't get Jai Corny off my screen, goddammit. You know what I mean? But remember, remember when Sam Worthington was a thing and he was in everything. It's like, oh, goddammit. You know what I mean? These, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. That mentality doesn't, it, does, it doesn't go the other way. You know, when a vehicle starring a minority character fails, they don't go, oh, that's it for, for Chinese people. That's it for Mexican leads and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's just, it doesn't, never goes the other way. But when you, when you, what do you call it? When the white people, when their movies fail, you don't go, you don't go, oh, fucking, uh, we can't, we can't, we can't uh, cast Jack Courtney in the next, next Die Hard movie. You know what I mean? No, he gets, he, his, what do you call it? Die Hard fails and he gets, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Terminator Genesis and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So it's just like, come on, man. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And on that note, uh, thanks for listening. My name is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. And you can also find me on other podcasts at Stuff and Junk Show where we talk about fast food. Oh, Oddly enough. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then you can find me on J uh, on Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U. And you can find me right now rushing over to go see uh, Ghost in the Show. <laughs> you can send comments to who, what, where, why at gmail.com via our Facebook page or through the website. If you want to show your support to the show, the easiest thing to do is just share the show to your friends and family. Uh, if you want to do further support us, you can also please uh, rate and review our shows on iTunes. It would help. Then you can, if you want to further further support our show, check out our merchandise store at Zazzle. And also maybe be a pledge at Patreon for our exclusive podcasts, extra stuff, extra spoils. Music has been provided by the Y-Axis. Find about theyaxis.com. All this link information can be found on the website whowhatwhereswhy.com. All right. Did you watch, watch anything recently? I've watched a couple of things. I watched the first season of Badlands, and, which, is pretty, which is pretty good. It's not great, but it's really— mean Into the Badlands. I'm oh, sorry, Into the Badlands. Into the Badlands. Badlands is a Terrence Malick movie, but Into the Badlands is a, is a really good, solid TV show. And unlike Iron Fist, they actually do a pretty good job of with, the, with the kung fu, karate, the wire work, yes. and all that stuff. It's pretty good. I, I, I like it a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I liked it enough so that I'll, I'll watch it when season two comes out on Netflix. It's really out. I oh, Netflix. On Netflix. I'm not going to do that thing where I chase it down. But when it comes out on Netflix again, I, I dig it. I like the whole world building and stuff like that. I like the fact that it's, it's uh, what do you call it? It's a, 
it's a ensemble cast and stuff like that. So it's not all on uh, Danny Wu's shoulders and stuff like that. I, I like all that. It's good. It's good. Plus, it does have an Asian lead, so that's a I plus. Know. Seriously, it's good. It's a good time. It's a good represent. It's one of the shows that is good represent represent representation all across the board. It's good. Uh, recently, I saw the movie, the anime movie, uh, Your Name, mm-hmm. or uh, the original Japanese title is Kimi no Nawa. Kimi no Nawa. I get. <laughs> okay, it's but it's good. I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, this was the number one box office movie in Japan last year, anime wise and like live action wise. Oh, nice! Like in general, it was just like a really popular movie in Japan last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Finding out in theater in a wider release this year, you can watch it either dubbed or English subtitled. I watched it English subtitled. Um, there was a joke in Japanese that I don't know how they would translate that into, into English, but whatever. But yeah, it's a very enjoyable movie. Uh, the one really spoiled too much to it, but the trailer already kind of revealed that it's a body swap movie, mm-hmm. and very fun. It was a Freaky Friday. All right, right on. A lot of people love this movie. This movie, um, a lot of anime fans are just completely in love with this movie. Uh, it's written by Makoto Shinkai. Makoto, yeah, well, anyways, who I would describe as the John Green of of Japanese anime because John Green likes doing this love romance stories, and Makoto Shinkai does the same exact thing. Um, I think it's slightly overhyped. I mean, I really like the movie a lot, but I think it's slightly overhyped. <laughs> there are some flaws in the movie. There's this huge plot hole, several huge plot holes in the movie that everybody seems to be ignoring, mm-hmm. but whatever. Mm-hmm. If you can get over that plot hole, you'll enjoy the movie. Oh, all right. Your name. So thanks. Thumbs up. Thumbs up, yeah. Right. I really enjoyed the movie a lot, besides that, those big giant plot uh-huh. holes. Oh, yeah, take it easy, take but, it easy. But yeah. Don't be judgy. All right. Come on, man, take it easy. <laughs> and I saw, I was telling Albert, uh, I saw P- uh, Snowpiercer four years too late, but I saw P- no Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. Really I like that movie a lot. It's, it's really good. Yeah. Another another movie was like, you know, multi-ethnic, a lot of diverse, uh, very diverse cast and stuff. I, I like it a lot. It's good times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's for my one of my favorite directors right now. Boom, boy, 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 boy. I don't know. I'm what? Some Korean guy. He did... <laughs> He did uh, one of my favorite movies of all time. The uh, is it the host or host? I forgot which. I one. think it's the host. The host it's, or host. It's one. That's one of my <laughs> favorite movies of all time. He's a really, really good director. Back. He's really good. This uh, host and uh, Snowpiercer are two great movies. I, I enjoy them both. All right. This is gonna be another episode of Sporters Please, which is part of the Who What Worst Why Network.